Hi, I'm Lauren Powers, and this is your Power Hour. Powerful conversation, powerful tips and strategies on how to become healthy, wealthy, and debt-free. This is your Power Hour with your host, Lauren Powers. Boom! Welcome to the show. I'm Lauren Empowers. You like that? Lauren Lauren Empowers. I'm so excited to be here. We've got an amazing guest. Just to uh, be transparent, you guys, I actually got the COVID. I've been pretty quiet the last couple of weeks, and I'm just here to tell you as the faith and fitness queen and queen of health that this thing doesn't discriminate. It can attack anybody, and it got me. It got me good, but I'm glad to report that I'm better now. Um, I just did the meds and we stayed home. I've been quarantined since August 5th which you guys know I'm a very social person. So this, that almost, that virus didn't kill me. That almost killed me just being locked up, being alone. But um, I got through it. I'm excited and I'm healthy enough just now. Today's the best day to, to do this show live. And I'm so excited because we've had a special guest um, booked. And you know what? He is amazing. He's just darling. I've seen a couple of interviews of him before, and I'm delighted that he agreed to be on the Power Hour with your faith and fitness queen, Lauren M. Powers. And you know what? He's in our green room right now. Let's bring him up live, you guys. He's here. Make sure you... There he is, Justin. Hello. Hi. You know, it's so interesting to to see that. I, every once in a while, I see that. And it just strikes me, A, it's in standard def, which is hilarious, because that's what TV was 20 years ago. I cannot believe. It's been 20 that, years? Yeah, it's 20 years. Wow. Can you believe that? And it's just no. like, I, you know, and, and I'm sure you do this, too. You might look back on some of, uh, I don't know, the photos from you 20 years ago when you were in competition or do some of that and you're like oh i could have done this better i could have done that, that uh, but it's just so interesting to be reminded that there was a time in my life um where i i had the opportunity to sing on stage in front of 30 million people i got to do things that you know you only 30 million yeah just of just 30 million people right like i got to do things that you would never ever like just now are so kind of almost unfathomable, right? Like you can't get those kind of viewers for like a live show unless it's like the Super Bowl or something huge like that. And yet there was this moment in time. And the reason why I'm here is because of that moment 20 years ago uh, where I just was so very fortunate to be able to have the opportunity to show up and, and be exposed to, to so many people. I guess. Well, your voice is incredible. First of all, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Get that out of the way. I mean, come on, Rockstar. I entered my cheers. channel. My inner rock star for you today. Go for it. I love it. Yeah, I'm so excited and happy to hear that you have gotten through COVID. I actually about almost three and a half weeks ago contracted it as well. I was hosting a gala out in LA and uh, came home and just three days later. <laughs> felt terrible and went through it. My wife yeah. went through it. Fortunately, our kids uh, avoided it, but it is no joke. I'm pretty sure I got the Delta variant and I just have seen how my body has changed. And I feel like now I'm also coming out of the woods as well. Yeah. Well, good. Cause it's no joke. I mean, yeah. I, I just wanted to say to our viewers, it yeah. take care of yourselves, you guys, because it can attack anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I consider myself the healthiest per- person I know. Yeah, me too. I went down hard. I mean, yeah. literally, I didn't eat for six days. I was yeah. in, in bed. I was, yeah. oh my gosh, it was awful. 
Yeah. I'm COVID free now. I'm excited to be here to host this because you're live here. It's just so yeah. exciting. I've seen you speak before. Um, I'm part of E Women, and I know mm-hmm. you were a guest on that. So I kind of heard some of your story sure. of you know your your career, what happened. I can't believe it's been 20 years. That's just right. that's wild in itself. Right. right. <laughs> My gosh. You know, but um, I know how hard it is in that that industry. I'm not a musician, but I've had you know a little bit of opportunity to be work with some of the some of the big names. Um, I think Raleigh has some clips there. Oh yeah, yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Lady Amazing. Gaga, yeah. Arnold, just to name a few. Yeah, not a, not as a singer though, just as talent as you can see. <laughs> I'm as beautiful. Yeah. Look, I think. I don't think it really, what it is that we do is we have a message. We have a passion, right? And then we have a message and we want to share that message. And I think a lot of people have passion. A lot of people maybe have a message, but not as many people go out of their way to share that message with the hopes that it's going to help other people. And so whether you're an entrepreneur, you're an artist, uh, you're someone who is in the sports and fitness um, place, uh, author, influencer, whatever it is, um, I think there's something to be said and there's a kindred ship and a kindred spirits uh, for people who do what it is that we do, which is say, I feel passionate about something. I've taken the time to develop my message, fit, fierce, female, as you do. And then I'm going to put that message out into the world and people are going to say things about me. They're going to either follow me. They're going to unfollow. I'm going to suffer the slings and arrows of life That's right. because I believe that I have uh, the ability to serve and serve at a high level. Absolutely. And I think it's selfish if you hang on to, you know, your, your message, yes. whatever it may be. And, and yeah. just being transparent and being vulnerable, kind of like you, you know what I mean? I've, like I said, I've heard pieces of your story and it's mm-hmm. very vulnerable yeah. what, what happened and, and it's called life. It's yeah. how we deal with it and come out on the other side, I believe, which makes us who we are and are powerful enough to stand up, take a stand, stay committed to mm-hmm. what our message is and how we can impact and influence other people. That's yeah. what it's all about. And yeah. you, you, I love that you're using your platform and who you are and who you've become and all this stuff to help other entrepreneurs or whatever to become unstoppable and unshakable. And yeah. I know you wrote a, a best-selling book and uh, you speak on everything. I think you've been on every TV show there is. <laughs> Maybe. Been on a lot of them. I've been fortunate, but never really, not as much with this message, right? I, I got to sing and do things like that. But over the past 20 years, for me, um, my message and the way I deliver it has evolved. And I think for many people, all of us, the entire world, 2020, exposed a lot didn't yeah. expose a lot that was going on in our lives. And for me, it exposed the fact that I had been leaning so heavily on other people giving me jobs, AKA in the entertainment industry, oh. you know, whether that was with the commercial work that I do, whether that's um, singing or whether that's in theater or whatever it may be. And I realized, oh, this is where I have the opportunity to pivot. And mm. it's why I wrote, 
my first best-selling book, Audition Secrets, which is just for entertainers. Uh, but I mean, anybody can learn from it. But really, it's for actors, singers, dancers, and why I'm now writing Unshakable oh, Confidence. <laughs> Audition Secrets. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Audition Secrets. That's that one's done. That actually, that one's right up here. That's Maybe that one. Help I can get. <laughs> um, but uh, now I'm I. I in that the experience of writing audition secrets of uh, a whole audition experience that I went through, which made me feel so less than, which, you know, funny enough is kind of the thing that a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, that's the catalyst for a lot of entrepreneurs getting into the business being like, right? Like, Oh my goodness, I feel this pain and I figured out how to overcome it. Now I can help other people overcome that pain. Um, And yet through that experience of audition secrets, the past, 20 years of ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs in my career, I recognize that a lot of people, whether they were singers, actors, dancers, entrepreneurs, authors, influencers, they come to me and they say, well, how do you do what it is that you do on the stage? Or how do you do this? Or how do you, uh, uh, aren't those, don't those voices in your head say that you can't and they should at all. And I recognize, oh my goodness, the, the undercurrent of so much of what I have helped people with what people have come to me is with is about confidence. Yes. Right. And so <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thanks. Rally's on it. So, yeah. you know, it's just like that audition secrets. If we take that as a microcosm auditioning, same thing as doing an interview, same thing as getting up on a stage and, and, and doing a speech in front of other people, same thing as getting up in a fitness competition and showing what it is that you've got and being adjudicated for it. It all stems from the confidence to, like you said, to get up, to share our message, to put ourselves out there. Out there yeah. But there's so much when it comes to confidence that I think that there's myths and it's actually the, one of the first chapters in my book, it's like the myths around confidence. You know, what is confidence? How do you build it? How do you destroy it? I was particularly good at that one. Um, <laughs> and so there are these myths that surround confidence. Like, okay. Uh, a lot of people think either you're born with it or you're not right. Oh, I was just a shy person from birth. Uh, or they think, um, you know what, I got to have 10, 20, 30 years of experience, or at least a year of experience in order to be able to confidently talk about this thing, or to be confident about this thing or that thing. Or you know what, I got to have this piece of paper on the wall that has letters behind it that uh, that says that I've earned the right to be confident, <laughs> right? Yeah, to justify who you are. Yeah, to justify it. Your and yet that's work. not true. And if anything has shown not us that, true. it's 2020. Because look at the explosion of people who have been making podcasts, who have been making shows, who have been writing books, who have been doing these things that serve at a high level, and yet they're just starting out, right? Which is so amazing. So confidence at the end of the day, and I know that you've heard this, but I'd love to tell your listeners briefly, you know, confidence is a skill, just like chewing gum without swallowing it, just like tying your shoes, riding a bike, obviously barring any mental or physical challenges. Anybody can do those things. And so I like to tell people that confidence is a skill that anybody can develop. I've never heard that actually. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's a skill that anybody can develop, but just, you know, and so when we think about confidence then, okay, so we've dispelled some of the myths, but what is confidence? And I'll, I'll briefly touch on it. Confidence you know, when we look at the word confidence, the English 
root word of confidence is confide, okay. which means to trust, which is why we tell our secrets to a confidant, a confidant, someone we trust, right? Yes, so yes. when we don't have confidence or self-confidence, it means we don't trust ourselves. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. wow. But what's the deep <laughs> part, right? But, but, but if we want to take it a le level deeper there, and this is something that my mentor, Myron Golden, told me. And when he told me, it was like that moment where it's just like, the, the clouds part and the, the sun uh, rays shine down. And he said, look, when we don't trust ourselves, it means we don't have confidence. When we don't have confidence, it means we don't trust ourselves. But when you realize that the people you come in contact with in the world, in your life, they don't see you through their eyes. They see you through your eyes. And when you don't have confidence, a.k.a. when you don't trust yourself, you're literally telling the people you come in contact with that they can't trust you. Wow. So sense, actually, that beautiful place of radical responsibility. So so let's say, OK, well, great. Well, confidence is a is a feeling, right? I trust myself. I don't trust myself. But what was the cost? Oh, OK. Well, let's talk about business. When you don't trust yourself in business and you want to get into a relationship with someone else, you're eventually going to show them or do things that prove to them that they shouldn't trust you. Right. If you don't trust yourself to make the right decisions, if you don't trust your instincts, if you don't trust right. relationships, intimacy, right? Skill, that's right. There you go. <laughs> On a rally. You know, it's like, if in relationships, you want to build an intimate and deep connection with someone in a relationship, and yet you don't trust yourself, you're literally telling that people and far off in the yeah, right, that they shouldn't trust you. And you'll show them. And God knows I've done things in my past relationships where I haven't trusted myself and I've shown other people that they shouldn't trust me either. You make Not bad food way. choices, right? As Not someone way. in a fitness place, if you don't trust yourself, you make bad food choices. You make bad fitness choices. Big bad money choices because you don't trust yourself for the money and you don't trust yourself to do the right thing because you don't even trust that the right thing is going to work. So that, I mean, is just a brief glimpse into what the cost of not having confidence, AKA not trusting ourselves, cost uh, everything, the really. tax that it can levy in our lives. <laughs> cost you your business, your relationships, your deeper connections, all Absolutely. of that. Yeah. It's that it comes down to that self-worth as well, which so many people don't have that because they've been yeah. told since they were little you know, you're this, you're that people, you believe those things. It's yeah. That limiting self-talk is just so powerful. And yeah. We all have it. It's how we cope with it mm -hmm. and squash it out and change those negative self-talk, right? Into positive yeah. things and build that confidence. Yeah. I've never looked at it as a skill. I mean, I've, people have always told me that I've, since I was a little girl, I've always been very confident. You know, mm -hmm. I put myself out there all the time. Yeah. And I didn't know what that was and, you know, competing on stage and doing all these crazy things, sure. just putting myself out there. Is it easy? No. Does it take risk? Yes. Is, do you get nervous? Of course, but you do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And, but I think, like you said, if, I guess you, if you keep doing something over and over again, even if you're a speaker or whatever, you keep getting on stage and just, just, just keep talking, you build that confidence because you get better as you keep doing it. Yeah. Right. And for you yes. to stand on stage in 30 in front of 30 million people, I mean, what did that actually feel like? That's what having well, to have confidence. <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, it's interesting. There are a couple of things that what you just said 
bring to mind when we go back to what you said, that self worth, right? Or yeah. self-esteem, that negative self-talk. I'd like to think of it like a thermostat, right? Mm. If you have your self-esteem thermostat set low, it does not matter how much success you have, the people who come into your life and relationship, what your body ends up looking like, if it's some amazing thing, the business, whatever, you will always bring yourself back down to that base temperature of your self-worth, right? And it's the matter of doing the things that most people are afraid to do in order to crank up your self-worth, crank up the temperature, right? Which is like you said, which is investigating and removing and washing out it's a beautiful way of putting it it's like you know i'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair the old song right <laughs> it's just like washing out the debris and the dirt as even if it's built up over decades Years, and yeah. then replacing it with something that actually serves you which actually raises the temperature of your self-esteem and your self-worth and then you know from there you know you talked about uh, having the, the, um, just the ability to put yourself out there. And, and you were always someone who just did that. And I think what I hear there is you were someone who was either probably in the beginning, like we all were ignorant to fa what failure was. Right. Well, that's, right. that's it. And, and the, the sad thing is, is just a start stops most people. It's that place where they get to a feeling of, failure where 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 either they're they're afraid based on that low temperature they're afraid that they're going to and they start having these visions of oh i'm not good enough i'm not worthy enough and they start seeing that negative future vision so they don't even begin right the right. pain of the pain of just seeing those things and feeling those things is too much to even start but then when we get along the way when we do what it is that you did and put yourself out there, when we do what it is that I did and get up on the stage and put myself out there, when we fail, far too many of us see that failure as the destination and not a part of the process. Whoa. Because when you're in that moment of failure, when you hit that wall that I don't care if you're a fitness expert or you're a singer, actor, a dancer, an entrepreneur, an author, there you come up against a brick wall all the time through every single level of success and every single level of growth. Yet when right. we hit that wall, too many people feel like it's the destination and they stop, they stop. instead of, like you said, For sure. oh, <laughs> recognizing that you push through or go over or dig under or do whatever it is that you have to do. And the thing is, is that the pushing through is not this, I'm going to put my head down and boom. No, the pushing through is just learning. Exactly. Is, is the okay. is taking it in, right? Is is taking in the lessons and saying, okay, this pain hurts. What can I learn from this to never experience it again? That's right. Look at it as an opportunity, not yes. you know, a, a stopping block. Yes. But like you said, so many people just stop because it becomes too much. Yes. That's there, there really is no such thing as failure. I I, I truly believe that. It's just like you said, a, a, a method or a step along your journey. That's all it is. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, I think, what was it? Uh, Thomas Edison said, you know, uh, I just learned it's like on his 10,000th try, he figured out the light bulb. Right. Then he said, you know, I, I just, I just learned 9,999 times how not, how to, not do to do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, I, 
I, I love that, that you say that it's a skill and that gives, I think that gives a lot of people hope yeah. because a lot of people think, well, I, you know, either they were born with it or, or they weren't. Yeah. And you're that's saying true. that that's not true at all, that you can develop this Absolutely. skill and just by keep putting yourself out there and, yes. you know, just, just keep going through and not caring. I think when we get attached to the results is where we get ourselves in trouble. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. Right. And so it's like just doing something and not attached to the outcome, do it anyways. And, and just keep going for it. Really. That is such a beautiful point. That is such an amazing point. And yes. Yeah. You're worth it. But that, I mean, and that's that thermostat, right? I am worth the body that I desire. I am worth the spiritual connection I desire. I'm worth the relationships with my spouse or a loved one or my kids and my family that I desire. I'm worth the business, the making, the keeping, the growing and the giving of money that I desire. Right. And so it's just the, the point that you make there of not attaching yourself to the outcome is huge. I want to stick on that for one second. Absolutely. (laughs) Because that is the basis of audition secrets. That is that under, I mean, it is when we let go of our addiction to the outcome that we, that we desire, like that we think we should have. Right. And we, the, the exact way we think we should have it. Amazing things happen. I have gotten to play this character called Lil Sweet. Yes, um, I know, I bring that up. we have a right? clip of that. Oh yeah, you have a clip. If, if Rally, if you want to play that clip, uh, let me know because I want to tell you a very interesting story about that. Well, so. we have- Any day now, Mom. Lil Sweet coming out of the deep end, totally dry. Take this. Mama, give your lungs a breather. Those tired lips deserve something sweeter. A diet Dr. Pepper. Ooh. Mm. Sweet. Mama likes it sweet. Hey, how about me? I came for her. Are you a lifeguard or something? No, but I know CPR. Help me, I'm drowning. <laughs> Little sweet, take it off like a rocket. Die, Dr. Pepper. It's the sweet one. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> So ridiculous. Hello, national commercial. I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Paychecks are ridiculous. That thing, that commercial. But then you just like a whole series? I mean, there's about seven, six, seven years of that so far. And years of playing Little Sweet? Yeah. That's wild. Congratulations. Absolute (laughs) cheers. But what's so interesting is it is the embodiment of letting go of the outcome. I was in a Broadway show called Wicked for nine months, and I was commuting back and forth between my home here in Pennsylvania and New York. It's about five hours round trip. So I was exhausted. I had just finished up a run, and it's an amazing show, and I love it, And but I was tired. And so my agent's like, hey, there's this uh, audition yeah, it's for commercial soft drink thing. And I looked at it, and I was like, rock star, I, I don't look or I'm not, that's not me. And I'm exhausted. Thank you. No. You said no. Yeah. I was was like, no, I don't want to do it. I just want to have my vacation. And a few days later, one of my reps called me up and she was like, did you turn down this audition for this thing? I was like, yeah, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do this. She's like, you should go. I said, no. She said, you should go. I said, no, you should go. No, go. Wow. Fine. I'll go. (laughs) You fought it all the way. I did. And so I'm, on the train up to New York, just like, mm, right. I get into the audition room 
as many of us do. And I walk in and I see all these dudes who are like rock starred out. And I'm like, I don't look anything like these people. I read the sides and I see all the, you know, all the eighties rock stars in a blender. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I walk into the room. You didn't care. That's the, I didn't care. I cared about doing a good job, but what did I do? I let go of the outcome. Um, And I was 150,000% present in the here and now or the there and and then (laughs) that I was in. And so I walk into the room and there are these two LCD screens that have all the uh, sides on them. So I don't have to memorize anything. And there's a casting assistant with a camera. I just kind of look a little bored. And they give me this like sequin jacket, like paper thin that you can get at Party City USA uh, and like a silly scarf. And I am like, all right, well, I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to have fun. I don't care because I'm not getting this job. I care about doing a job. But if I have if I have five hours out of my day that I'm going to sit on a train plus whatever, however long I spend here, I'm going to have fun. Right. And so I saw in brackets, Lil Sweet slides in on his knees. It was the first commercial. And I said, okay. I was like, well, uh, all right. Am I, am I out? No. Am I out? No. And I was like, am I out? He's like, yep, you're out. And I literally on my knees, just like, little sweet sliding in on his knee and just having a good time and was singing things that weren't supposed to be sung, was just being a general ass and having a great, just doing things that I would do to make my kids laugh, like just having a good old time. And I walked out of there and I was like, Never getting that one. <laughs> and long story short, they had me come back the next day and the day, and it turned into six, seven years worth of one of the greatest, most lucrative jobs that I've ever had in my life. Why? Because I let go of the outcome and I just decided to just be me and, and have, have fun. fun. And have fun. That's what it's all about. Look at there you. There you go. Oh, look at that. I love it. Look at that. There hair. you go. Hey guys, Lauren Powers here. Just a quick reminder to go ahead and jump on that 30-minute free $500 value assessment call where we're going to discover where you're at, where you want to be, dive deep, figure out your workouts that work best for you, get an action plan that takes you step-by-step to your end goal, and how to initially internally create the motivation to reach your personalized goal with me. Jump on the call. Just go to calendly.com forward slash body breakthrough club. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash Body Breakthrough Club. I will hear and talk to you there. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I Every year we get on the set, I'm like, I can't believe you guys pay me to do this. <laughs> I can't believe you're paying me to be completely silly and ridiculous. But that's the thing. When you have that message and you're not afraid to show it, you just have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I've been there a few times myself. And yeah, I know. And a lot of auditions over the years. Yeah. And once I leave there, I just like forget about it. You know what I mean? Yes. I got something. I got actually a couple different things that I got callbacks for and I forgot mm-hmm. what it was even for. Yeah. <laughs> Cast the director had to remind me like what the project was. Good, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't care. Like, because you you can't. Otherwise, you'd just be wiped out. You know what I mean? The amount of energy that it takes, right? It's like the best thing that you can do 
um, you know, find a recycling bin. But the best thing you can do is when you come out of the room, just rip up the sides and put them in the recycling and move along. And move. Yep. Right. If you get it, you get it. It's supposed to be. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. And yeah. I've had. And I mean, look, that. you can analyze it afterwards, but if you have a, a you know, a, a formula or something, but you, you just, <laughs> Kara's like, she literally yes, she forgets. Knows. Like, she cannot remember. So, um, yeah, it's like, if you have a formula to go back and analyze, right. It's like, uh, you know, I'm sure after a, a competition at some point, you can go back and you can analyze, Oh, what could I have done better here? But what, but you don't use it to beat yourself over the head yeah, with it. You cannot. And that's the challenge that a lot of people do it just in have in life, right? Not to mention, you know, auditions and high stakes adjudication events, you know? Yeah, I'm, I forget about that. And then I'm always looking forward, like what's right. next? You know what yeah. I mean? That's just, I think my been my gift or my secret is never yeah. looking back. Yeah. Always just living in the moment, whatever's supposed to be is supposed to be and yeah. accepting that. And if it's not, it's not, no big deal. And yeah. just going forward, it's like, what's next? What's next? And there's always something that comes with that attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just think about things and it, and it comes, it's amazing. Like, yeah. It's really exciting. I just- it's Beautiful. Just, yeah, I just got off a huge project with uh, Casey Musgraves. Oh, she's so sweet. She's really sweet. I, and to be transparent, I didn't know who she was. I'm not a country person, yeah. you know. But I got casted in this thing, and yeah. it actually was the same director from Justin Bieber's yeah. "Yummy" video that you saw a little yeah. clip of. Yeah. And he, that director remembered me because, again, being professional on set goes a long ways, as you know. It does it, it yes. does? And so he remembered me. I got casted in this other thing, and it ended up being this huge thing. She did. It was like a seven day music video. What? Never. Yeah, seven days of her filming. It was insane. It wow, was, that uh, is insane. Usually, it's like you get thirty-six hours at, at most. Right. It was yes, yeah, seven long days, actually over two weeks, and a compilation, I guess, of her songs and telling the story. And it Very was cool. A huge, a huge bus budget, Justin. Huge. I mean, it had it, to be. Had cars hanging over horses. Like it was just like this <laughs> massive thing. Amazing. Massive, massive. Yeah. Eugene Levy made a uh, cameo from. Oh, amazing. Yeah. He was so great. So professional to work with. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun. Like he said, I just had fun. I wasn't attached. I didn't even know who she was. And yeah. here I am. I uh, said, uh, my first words were like, I'm like, well, I spanked Lady Gaga's ass. I guess I'll carry yours. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, really? She's like, yeah. really? I'm like, yeah, really? Because that was yeah. the scene. I literally physically had to carry her. Sure. That was our first encounter. And then I had like three different scenes doing that. And Amazing. Yeah, but so funny. But just being real and yeah. just being yourself and people like that, you know, yeah. I feel that just goes a long way. And you've had the opportunity to be around, you know, many celebrities. You're one yourself. And I mean, how do people like treat you in public? Do you, is it crazy or? You know, around where I live, it, it's kind of like sometimes I feel like where's Waldo? Like I'll just pop up. <laughs> so I remember somebody said that he's like, they're like, he's like, it's like, where's Waldo? He just pops up in the most random places around town. Well, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, it's, it's interesting with this. I, I always used to like joke, you know, if my hair could uh, sing and act and dance, the rest of me would be out of a job because it's so iconic and it's I so it. um, people remember a lot from this. I can be wearing a mask and doing all this stuff and people are like Justin because they see this massive thing. Okay, uh, and they know that I live around here. Branding, really. Right. It's great. It's great branding. I yeah. I don't I don't have no complaints over it, right? Yeah, exactly. There like you, you see what's Oprah. the wow. right? and so you can't beat that kind of branding. However, um, you know, what's really interesting 
is that people are pretty, pretty calm. I'm really fortunate that they're just like, they treat me like a normal person, which Absolutely. I enjoy, but yet I have the ability to be able to uh, um, get my foot into some doors that maybe some other people can't get their feet into because of the fact that I was, uh, and I did what I did and that I do what I do. Absolutely. Are you still friends with Kelly Clarkson? Do you still hang out with her or talk? To her? Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, talk about two different universes, but I was on her show I can't remember when I was on our show uh, and um, it was awesome to just see the fact that she really hasn't changed in the essence of the fact that she is off camera, exactly who she is on camera. And um, it's just so interesting. Again, you talk like 20 years, like 20 years and knowing that we were both just kids, like, kids being exposed to this massive Massive machine yes it's it's pretty wild it is wild she she kissed my um bicep one time (laughs) (laughs) i'm not surprised not funny yeah my big claim to fame with with kelly i was at a concert and she was singing walking down the aisle and i was on the on the in the front in the road i just popped out and i did one of these (laughs) and she started kissing the whole crowd went insane i'm sure it was really funny then then i was with her at um the iheart music awards which was really cool when jamie fox hosted it i uh opened it up with iggy azalea and jennifer yeah there we go with jennifer hudson and iggy azalea amazing yeah it was really fun so i kind of got a taste of you know that live insane excitement with and Nick, with Nick Jonas and everybody, everybody was there. Taylor Swift, Madonna. Awesome. New, like the, you know, I heart music Awards was huge. Yeah, of course. Like that year. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun to be part, you know, a talent just hanging out with all these people. Jamie Foxx is so funny. He's like, what, what do you eat? Like air and celery. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you have no idea what I eat. Yeah. He's a funny guy. But, but just that, that adrenaline and that excitement. So, and you get to do that all the time, which is so cool. Yeah. But there's something to also be said for um, the times, like when you, when you just pull back and are with family and when you just relax and you don't do. And I think a lot of people in, um, the entertainment field get addicted to that high. I mean, it's like, you wonder why you have so many drug addicts and people who are like, you get, if you, if you buy into that high, if you buy into the press, if you buy into, I need to be clapped at and trust me, I'm someone who loves being clapped at. Right. But like, I mean, that's my self-worth. Then I think it, it's a trap. And it's the reason why we see so many people who have it all fall into uh, um, horrible drug habits and their lives prematurely and, um, and and don't live up to the potential that they have. And again, you know, it's like we bring it all the way back around to confidence and to trusting in yourself. And when you don't have that trust in yourself, you're going to look outside, you're going to look to an audience, or you're going to, you're going to look to followers or vanity metrics, like likes, or like how many people bought my album or how to define you. And, and, and it's the kiss of sometimes literally the kiss of death. Yeah. You're so right. When you're looking for that outside of validation, it's from within. For me, I just feel that, you know, we're God's children and he he mm-hmm. created us to be this awesome person. And if we don't think we are, we're like letting him down. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. just such a, a powerful thing to put in there. Yeah. And I think that what's interesting about that is that if we don't live up to our potential, mm. you know, we're talking about, especially from a spiritual perspective, right? Yes. I think if we don't live up to our potential and if we don't uh, um, make ourselves a vessel or I just strengthen ourselves as a vessel, you know, in this, in, in this instance for his work, we are literally worth less to his mission and desire. We're not worthless. We just become worth less. I mean, now look, put universe on this, put God, put Buddha, put Allah, Yahweh, doesn't matter. But if you believe in a higher power and you believe that that higher power has good and desires good for the world and for, for uh, mankind, then if you aren't living up to your full potential, then you are worth less to that movement, less to that energy. You're not worthless. You're just worth less, which is why it's so important, right? Which is why it's so important. It's like, look, yes, you want to feed starving children in Africa, but you can't balance your checkbook, right? You are worth less to that mission. Makes sense. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean you're worthless. Just means, but go out and, and provide some value in the marketplace, make some money so that you can give more and be and worth serve. more to whatever mission it is that you desire to fulfill. Yeah, and, and serve. I think when you come from exactly. a serving, yeah. you know, yeah. mindset that it just changes everything instead of yeah. what can I get, it's what can I give. Mm-hmm. And I just think once you realize that and how that really works, because it does, yeah. it changes everything in your relationships and your business, your connections, like um, everything is just the changing of the mindset. I know every speaker and coach and entrepreneur talks about mindset. Sure, it's the, it's the key to everything. Like you said, that 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 confidence and building that inner skill of that starts with a mindset. You have to right. desire that, right? Mm-hmm. You have to decide it, make a decision, make a commitment, and take a stand mm-hmm. and follow through. There you go. Mindset is everything. See, <laughs> yeah. I, I speak what's printed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, because it's so powerful, you know, and and. You proved it all all along. I know you've had your ups and downs in your in your career, but here sure. you are. You, you keep going, and you're here to talk about it and share with other people. Let's talk a little bit about your book. Yeah, with unshakable confidence is that's the one. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, what what's in it that you can share with our viewers? Like. Well, you know, we talked about the book, but sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, we talked about the the myths around confidence. We talked about confidence, what it is, what it isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, for example, behind, well, over here for me, here for me, behind you, we put pictures in frames. Why? Well, because it helps separate them from the wall, right? Helps to guide our eye to the main uh, um, subject, right? In this case, it's Hank Aaron for me. And so I love to, and the reason why I wrote this book is because ultimately it's putting a huge frame around the conversation of confidence. It's not just some vague thing and it's not just mindset. It's not just your actions. It's not all that. And so there's a formula that I use and it is the development of four key skills and the application of those four key skills to the four key areas of our life. So what are those four key skills? The four key skills are 
clarity. Yes. Commitment. Yes. Creativity. <laughs> Perfect. And certainty. Oh, now, each it. one of those has its own subcategories, right? But those four are clarity, commitment, creativity, and certainty. And then when we take those four and apply them to the four key areas of our life, our body, our spirituality, whatever that means to you, our relationships, significant other, children, family, our business, the making, keeping, growing, and giving of money. When we get clarity, when we gain commitment, when we gain creativity and gain certainty in those areas, that becomes then the foundation of unshakable, unbreakable confidence that we can build the life of our dreams on. The reason why I put on my book the powerful formula for being, doing, having, and giving more than you ever imagined is because within that little sub, um, what would you call it, subtitle, is a secret formula. And it's not secret by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's secret from a lot of people who don't necessarily pay attention to it. Right. So when we take clarity, commitment, creativity, certainty, and apply those to our body, our spirituality, our relationships, and our business, we are delving deep into a formula that has been around since the beginning of time. And the formula, the secret formula, is be, do, have. Be, do, be, have. Do, have. Right? We've seen there's been a plethora of books written about be do have in yeah. in the bible it's right you know it's it's very simply um you know it's like be fruitful and multiply right there's a be there and then you know do be for the fruitful and multiply have more people right be do have we see it throughout time and yet what's interesting especially here in america we have been taught trained and educated to to flip that on its head and and to to go about that backwards Instead of be, do, have, we have we do have, do, be. For example, money. Big yeah. hot button topic, right? right. Uh, uh, I need to have X amount of dollars so, so I that can. I can do the things that I want to do so that I can be <laughs> happy, successful, fulfilled, closer to my people, right? Backwards. Yeah, and it's backwards because <laughs> when we say I have to have these things, it's outside of ourselves. It's not dealing with what our behaviors are, our self-image is, what our uh, um, actions have been in the past, what what we're committed to do in the future. It's unclear, and it all responds and and waits on things outside of ourselves. And so, when we get into the conversation, instead of be, do, have, that's when we are able to flip the script. So let's take money, for example. I know you're having a little bit of uh, internet issues here, so no worries. I'll take over. Thanks, Riley. So when we, we flip the script, instead of what do I need to have in order to do the things that I need to do in order to be the thing or person that I want to be, when we flip it, and let's take again, money. Okay. We ask ourselves, okay, who do I need to be? Who must I become? And therein lies power. Therein lies a secret that so many people miss because I got to have this. I got to have No, 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 no. That's all outward. But inwardly, when we ask the question, who must I become? There's power. 
There is a deep investigation that occurs when we say, okay, who am I now? We talk about that clarity piece, right? The first pillar of core confidence, unshakable confidence, clarity, gaining clarity. Who am I being now? And who must I become? Let's take money. Uh, I want to make $100,000 extra this year. Okay. Most people think, well, what do I need to have? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? But they don't think about who do I need to be? Who must I become in my thoughts? Who must I become in my actions? Who must I become in my education? Because that deals with our internal struggles. Who must I see myself as we talked about with Lauren? We talked about that self-esteem, that self-image. Who must I see myself? How, who, who must I become? Then, based on that person that I am being, another way of even saying that is who must I show up as on a daily basis? Because when we ask ourselves those questions, we come up with powerful answers. And those powerful answers then move us to the next step in the formula from being who must I be to then what must I do? Because Einstein, I think, said it, that a person cannot solve a problem from the same place and mindset that they created the problem from in the first place. You getting this? Does this make sense? Who must I become? And then as I evolve into that person, as I think differently, as I behave differently, as I act and take actions differently, then it will inform what I must do. Because I guarantee you, especially if you're watching this show right now, I guarantee you that you know what you must do. What must I do exactly, right? What must I do? So who must I become? What must I do? And getting to this point of what must I do, right? Like when it comes to your body, you know what you need to do. Most everybody knows what they need to do. When it comes to your spiritual relationship with God, Yahweh, Buddha, Allah, the universe, source, spirit, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to do in your relationship with your significant other and your spouse to fix the problems. You know what you need to do with your children. You know what you need to do with your family. And you know what you need to do in your business. We all are intelligent enough to know. We've learned. And that knowing isn't necessarily, well, I have all the answers. No, maybe you know that you need to reach out for help. You know that you need to pick up that book that's on your shelf that you got about halfway through, but you didn't finish. You know what you must do. But if you are not willing to be a person who will figure that out and fix it, if you're not willing to show up as a king, if you're a man, Willing to show up as a queen if you're a woman. Willing to show up as a non-binary ruler if you're someone who doesn't identify either way. Then you won't do the things that you know you must do. And uh, uh, one of my mentors, Garrett J. White, says, you know, there's a, a man in every king, but there's not a king in every man. There's a woman in every queen, but there's not a queen in every woman. There is a non-binary person inside of every non-binary regent 
but there's not a non-binary region inside of every non-binary person. Who are you going to be today? How are you going to show up? Because that will then inform what you must do. And then based upon that action, that will then help you to understand what it is that you must be, do, and ultimately will guide you to having the things that you desire. Do you see how much more powerful, lasting, and even efficient that model is, as opposed to have, do, be, have, seeking from out here, never dealing with what's in here, or only briefly touching that? Do you see the difference in instead saying, I will start from within, and I will question and ask better questions of myself, I will question my thoughts, I'll question my actions. I'll question the things people have said about me to me. And I'll develop my own compass, my own GPS. And I will ask myself, who must I become in order to then do what I know I must do so that I can have the things that I desire and the things that I deserve? And when it comes to unshakable confidence, what I'm writing in this book now is the map. The map that helps to get you over that gap. What do we mean gap? Hmm, interesting. Well, the first pillar, and I'm just gonna keep going, Rally, until Lauren comes back. But you know, one of the first pillars of confidence, unshakable confidence, is clarity. And one of the biggest challenges with clarity is we goal set. Oh, what's wrong with goal setting? Well, nothing's wrong with goal setting, right? Clarity up there, first one. Well, we we do what I call December 31sting ourselves. You ever been around, you know, December 31st every single year? December 31st around 11.59 and 50 seconds. We're like 10, 9. Eight. And in that 10 seconds before the turn of the new year, the beginning of a brand new time in our lives, we think, oh man, this next year, I'm going to lose X amount of weight or I'm going to gain X amount of muscle. This next year, I'm really going to pray more. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to meditate more. Oh, you know, this next year, I'm going to spend more time with my spouse, with my kids and really spend family time, develop my, and deepen my relationships. This next year, I'm going to make X amount of thousands of dollars more. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to X, Y, Z, start that podcast, right? And it's this vague sort of thing. And we can see it. Maybe we get super clear on it. Maybe we uh, uh, attend a five-day challenge, right? Like Lauren has on here. And maybe we get so clear on that future vision. More often than not, we don't. But let's just, for the sake of argument, say we do. Yet, why is it when the bell tolls and it's midnight and it's a brand new year and over the next few weeks we get out and we jog or we go and we pray or we spend more time with our family or we sit down and we write that book or we make a business plan or we double down on our advertising marketing sale whatever it is why is it that halfway through february things fall apart ah, i don't feel like getting up today 
and jogging. Ah, you know what? I'm, I'll pray tomorrow. Or, oh, I'll that, that, that. Why does it fall apart? We got so clear. We spent time during a five-day challenge and we picked up a book or we did something and we got super clear on our goals and our targets. Well, the first pillar of unshakable confidence is clarity. And yes, it is great to be clear about the things in the future. However, we don't get clear on who we are today. Again, brings us back to who must I become? The deeper question there is, who am I being today? How am I showing up today? Because until we truly understand and get clear on who we are today, everything else into the future is fantasy. It's not until we understand who we are being today and then continue the question into who must I become in the future or tomorrow or whatever that is for you, who must I be in the act of becoming until we get clarity on those two places, especially who we are being today, because most of us are living in fantasy right now. Most of us are living in a place where we are ignorant of who we are being, how we are showing up with our body, how we are showing up in our relationships, how we're showing up in our spirituality, how we're showing up in our business, or we ignore the facts. And so when I say that gap, I mentioned a gap before, right? The gap between who you are today and who it is that you want to be over here, three, six, nine, 12, 36 months into the future. That's, that's the challenge that most people literally fall into the gap. Lauren's coming back. Here's Lauren. Most people, I'm just finishing up real quick here. Most people fall into the gap because they lack clarity. They lack clarity on who they are today and they lack clarity on who or what it is that they want to be in the future. And so we leap and we fall into a pit right? Because we don't get clear on these two things. And then, which is part of the roadmap that I am giving you in the book, is how do we use the bridge, the planks, the day-by-day planks that create the bridge between where we are and where we want to be? And that is through commitment, through creativity, through certainty obviously starting with clarity, right? And so I'm so glad you're back, Lauren. You, they just, I just got to preach for about 10 minutes there. I know. Minutes. Take over the show. I love it. You're the, you're, yeah. <laughs> no worries. You know, we're going live, but it is what it is. Yeah, of course. We get through it. And no, and you got to talk about your four C's. I absolutely yeah. love it. Break it down. Cheers. And really, you know, logically digestible so you can put it in an order that yeah. makes sense. And action, action, and follow through. There it is: clarity, commitment, creativity, certainty. Yeah. So that that's your 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 secrets. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm really excited to finish up this book. It'll be out next month. And um, man, it is it has been uh, a lot of fun. It's been a labor of love. And and the thing about this book is, I I didn't want something that people would just be like, oh, I'm gonna read this and okay, great. I wanted it to be something that people interact with right yeah and and so it's exciting for me to have sections and mini assignments and other things that uh, that i give people in the book that helps them to gain that clarity understand the commitment uh, uh tap into their creativity and ultimately um draw from the the well of certainty um that will get them from where they are to where they want to be 
yes, I love it. How you make it you know, simple step. And I love the interaction of the workbook. I yeah. also wrote the same thing after every chapter is a workbook on how yeah. you take what you read and apply it to yourself. And so you can take action. All right, let's go. Level yourself up, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's really no secret, but it's, it's, you have to make that decision and you have to want to do yeah. something, you know what I mean? And then to take Absolutely. that, make that commitment and then, then take action. So many people, that's where they fall short is like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to do this or yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. But then they don't follow through and take action mm -hmm. to get where they want to be. And yes. if you've taken action, you know, and you just keep pushing through and, and just going forward and doing all these interviews and singing in front of millions of people and just putting yourself out there time and time and time again. And, and it's amazing. Look where you are now. I love that you're taking your life journey and sharing it with the world on a different and a different message mm -hmm. on how they can get, you know, clarity and yeah. confidence. And I think that is so powerful that you're now this huge coach instead of, you know, this uh, a singing rock star. <laughs> <laughs> it all sounds so silly. Doesn't it just sound singing rock star? Like I don't feel that way. And I've had ups and downs in my careers and I, I my, I just, and literally my careers, cause they've been so varied and strange, but you know, I just, and I think this is something that's near and dear to your heart as well, is that you get to a place where you realize it feels so good to serve. Yeah. And that's, I think that's where it's at. I think we're yeah. all designed that way, but yeah. we have to get clarity, like you said, and that certainty and make that commitment. And then you're in a position where you can serve and, you know, you gain a, yeah. you know, a celebrity status where, you know, maybe people can to listen to you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's powerful in itself that you're using your life experience for such good. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited that you've been yeah. on this yeah, it was fun. It was good. I got. I was like, okay, <laughs> I could. I got to go real deep into some uh, some of the principles and some of the theories. So it's fun yeah. for me. Or, I mean, that's what this whole show is about. The Power Hour is just letting entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, people like yourself, celebrities, really just getting their message out mm -hmm. and hopefully it impacts whoever's yeah. listening. Yeah, hope so. I mean, also, a, a podcast. We're live right now on a few different platforms. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We're we're everywhere. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Look at that. Right in your hand. Right in the palm of your hand. Beautiful. That's right. That's right. And we're fairly new, but you know, we're we're still going. Like you said, I just keep just keep pushing through. No matter who's listening or who's not listening, it's just taking action and following yeah. through. Getting yeah. people like ourselves on here that have something really powerful to say. Yeah. And it's exciting that you've had such, you know, a colorful career really are you not singing anymore or what's going on with no you? i definitely am <laughs> i definitely am that's another thing people are like hey so uh you still singing like yeah i am i i just know that um it's partially i think boredom maybe uh adhd but also uh just being forced i mean in 2020 i was forced to pivot as many of us were in some yeah. way or another, right? And so my pivot was, okay, my entire industry is shut down. Literally every revenue stream that I had, gone. And 
I was like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> right. So I got to figure something else out. And um, that's why I doubled down. I've been coaching, I've been uh, speaking, but like I doubled down on all of it. And, and just now I'm beginning to see uh, a lot of the fruits of that labor over the past 20 months uh, uh, ripening and getting ready for harvest. So it's like, it's, it's it everything that we spoke about. Yeah. It's just doing the work. And, and, you know, like, like you just said, it's like you make a decision, you commit to it and you take action and Perfect. right. That, that, those are the three things that you, you put up in the graphic and like, there it is. You make that decision, you, you make a commitment, you take action. It's like, I made the decision. And then once you make that commitment, it's like, you just keep, you gotta keep going. And right. it's the, that's the difference, right? That it's like, it's like that's that seesaw, right? It's like, if you don't, there's a reason I love that the commitment's right in the middle, because if you keep going and then boom, you tip over into taking action. But if you're one foot in one foot out, you're always going to be coming back to that place of, am I making a decision? Uh, I'm going to make the decision today. No, I'm going to make it tomorrow. No, I'm not right. And it becomes a seesaw effect that gets you seasick. And most people, you know, the pain of that gets you, makes people jump off. Right. See Makes you seasick. I love that. Yeah. So like, so when you actually make that commitment, which, and I look, if you had told me, and I'm sure same thing for you or for anybody else listening, who's ever achieved anything of, of success, like, especially when it comes to the entrepreneurial journey, if you told me it was going to be this hard, if you told me that I was going to, if I knew what it was, I might not have started. I might've just been like, let me just be an actor or whatever, or let me take a desk job. Um, but it's that beautiful and nothing wrong with desk jobs, by the way, like right. it's just that beautiful ignorance that happens when you're at the beginning of a movement or the beginning of developing your message or the beginning of putting yourself out there. It's that beautiful ignorance that, um, I think allows us to get over a lot of the first wildness <laughs> of, of doing it. Right. Yes. Cause it's not easy. This entrepreneurship life no. is not a hard no. in my life. <laughs> Yeah, having your own business. Look, if, if having a business was easy, everybody would do it. There you go. I say that all the time. It's the hard that makes it good, too. If it was easy, everybody would do it. That's yeah. in my as well. But it's yeah. so true. But it's having that purpose and having that passion and that inner drive yeah. Yeah. and working confidence, building that skill, like you said, and getting those four C's in order mm -hmm. and just putting yourself out there, following up, all of those things you can't miss. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Keep doing those things that we've been talking about for the past hour you're going to be not attached to the i think that's the, the really key secret especially in yeah. our world you know you yeah. keep putting out there and and you're yeah. literally auditioning for your life yeah. and but not caring like you look at what you achieve by not caring you attitude like i'm not going to get this who cares i'm going to have fun and look at you became this huge icon for that particular brand Ridiculous. And, yeah but amazing because of that i i just think that's such a success story and i, I just love that that you shared yeah. that with me. yeah it's and it's so, just letting go of the outcome we need to get your book and we need to stay in contact with you yeah. we're at the, the hour is there a, like a website or what do you want us to know? absolutely right there Rally's on top of it. JustinGuarini.com. You can uh, check everything that there is to be checkable outable about me. Um, and uh, pretty soon, um, the Unshakable Confidence book will be out and available. And so I'm excited about that.
Yes, I'm excited too. I'm excited for you. And I'm excited for all the people who are impact even more so. I just, we're at the top of the hour, honey. So I don't want to, you know, I want to respect your time. You're absolutely amazing. This has been an and been so grateful to have this conversation with you. you yeah, thanks. This is the best I've felt in weeks. <laughs> yes, good. Yeah. Yes, you guys need to stay healthy out there. It's it's this thing is no joke. Like Justin said earlier, it is no joke. It can take anyone to discriminate. Yeah. So please be careful out there. Be healthy. Be strong. Be fierce. And be you. Boom. <laughs> Anyways, I love you, man. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you very much for giving me this platform and, and place to speak. Thank you for doing what it is that you do for women and for entrepreneurs all over the world. I really appreciate you. And it's an honor to be on your show. So thanks. You follow you. So <laughs> yay. yay. <laughs> all right, my friend, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to wrap up my show and yeah. it'll be available everywhere. And I'd love, you know, we, you can share it with your fans because I think you gave yeah. so much great insight. Cheers. People Cheers. That you read your book. They can get, get kind of see what's, what you're all about and yeah. and uh, stay connected with you because you Please are do. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So are you. Bye. Uh, all right. Thanks, Justin. All right. What a great guy. I'm telling you. So you guys, yes, if you want to get on a call with me. And figure out how you can, um, you know, level up yourself as far as in your health. Believe me, I've been through a lot and I can even coach deeper on that about how important it is to take care of yourself. You guys, there's a free assessment call. The podcast will be everywhere. If you want to be a guest like Justin was on my show, just go to the powerhourtv.com forward slash guest. There it is. And we'd love to uh, let you get your message out with some clarity and some commitment and your creativity and share with the world what's going on in your world. Anything else? Um, I want to thank Cara for all the comments and Vicky Moore for being on here. I appreciate that so much. Cassandra, I didn't really get a chance to dive into the your answers here because Justin had a lot to say, <laughs> which we love him for. Anyways, you guys, I am going to sign off right now. This concludes another episode of the Power Hour with your host, the Faith and Fitness Queen, Lauren M. Powers. I love you guys. Stay healthy, please. Be strong, be fierce, and be you. Boom! Isn't it powerful? Join us again for another Power Hour with Lauren Powers. To listen to other episodes and to know more about the show, go to PowerHourTV.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-H-O-U-R-T-V.com. Be strong, be fierce, and be you. Boom.